this is where you come to hear tales of loss, redemption, salvation, perspectives, epiphanies, and self-evolution. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the glory in our stories. Good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to the latest episode of The Glory in Our Stories. I'm your host, Calvin Wayne Pennywell Jr. Hope you all had a wonderful week. I see that we all had a very interesting weekend, or at least us in the United States. Um, we just um, f- uh, received our new president, President number 46, Joe Biden, and uh, Vice President. Um, Kamala Harris um, man it's a new day it's a new day uh, I'm not gonna really get into politics my goal was to partially dab you know dabble in that a little bit but I think I wanted to focus on one word and that one word is hope hope I went to the recycling center on Saturday and this was actually the first time my wife went with me. I, I usually go, uh, she's usually in bed. I would gather all the recyclables and had, you know, maybe 20 minutes west and go to this recycling bin that's in Evans, Georgia. And I've been going there for a couple of years, even when I lived in Thompson. And now because of COVID, they have their own restrictions. They used to sort through your stuff you know themselves but now we have to do it which i find it ironic you know we we are in a position where we have to do a lot of things ourselves hence parents teaching you know help teaching their kids Uh, parents having to you know basically tend to services that other people have been doing for as long as we can remember so we've all been spoiled to a certain degree uh, but now we are in a position where we have to take extra steps. We have to do more work, not just outside our nine to five, but on the job as well. So anyway, I went to this recycling center and I'm, I'm, I'm already putting stuff out and putting the cans up, the plastics up, the plastic up and the cardboard. And the woman that's working there says, you know, just to create conversation. I see that we have a new president. And I said, yeah. And she sort of like, you know, almost rolled her eyes. And her next response was, you know what? I, it doesn't matter. My faith is in God. And I'm leaving it at that. And I just, my response was, you know, mine too. But I wanted to say, you know, it's about time for a change. It's about time for a good change. But I didn't want to spark any confrontation. I didn't want to create conversation that I did not want to want to invest in because, you know, I wanted to tend to 
my task at dropping off my recyclables and just leaving. But that was the my, that was my initial response. But my internal truth was that it's time for a change. We have undergone a lot of heartbreak, not just in the last four years, but in the last year. So many people have passed away. And it's easy to say, yeah, well, that's that's the that's the goal. That's that's the way of life is we die. You know, the Bible even says that our, our life is only but a whisper, you know, and as soon as we're born, we're already dying, you know, not just biologically, but our, our days are numbered. We don't know how long we're going to be here, but we know that we're supposed to make the best of it. So in relation to to this I was just thinking to myself I uh, it's we we needed a win <laughs> and I know a lot of people might not agree with that um, but a, a win as in a a desire and a step forward a step forward I'm not gonna lie to you watching um, Kamala and and Joe speak, you know, address the nation as, you know, the new president and vice president and them bringing their families to the stage. I just I just really appreciated that 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 representation of the melting pot of the United States. And even to this day in 2020, there's still instances where we're still segregated. Uh, you know, the old saying is the most segregated time of the week is the most segregated hour is 12 noon on Sundays because, you know, you have, you know, we you have your black churches, you have your white churches, you have your Hispanic churches or even you have your Mexican uh, churches. You have Latino Latino churches. You have your uh, Jewish churches. Um, you have your Muslim churches. Everybody is. Uh, geared towards their directed towards their own specific religion and that's when we separate it's, it's sometimes difficult to see past the religion and see the person and I think that the direction that we're headed is we're getting back to seeing people as people not just numbers people as people not just uh, a medical diagnosis you know people as people not just uh, disorders. And I'm just thankful that I have a, a group, close-knit group of people with different personalities, different perspectives, because if I was always around people that thought like me, we would never get anywhere, you know? So we would never progress. We would never evolve. And I think that's one of the the things that I enjoy now as an adult is evolving. I, I enjoy learning new things. And, and, you know, my my wife may contest that, you know, because I'm I'm a very consistent guy. Once I find a routine, I just stick to it until I'm forced to change or alter it. But I realize that even though I've been persistent and consistent, just imagine if applied to different circumstances, how beneficial that will be. 
So take all this energy that we have, all this zeal for change. Imagine if we applied it to our lives where everyone will reap goodness, will produce good fruit, good spiritual fruit that will cause everyone else to be hungry for it. So that's where I'm at when it comes to hope, because I think we finally got a grasp of that in, in, in November of 2020. I mean, the, the onset of the year, man, like January 26th, that was, I think that was the first official, that was the official date of things just seeming, seem, seeming like they were just going downhill. I mean, that was the day uh, Kobe Bryant passed away. Um, which, you know, still is unbelievable. You know, you, you see all these clips of him and you're like, man, he's gone. He's gone. And now that his daughter is gone and seven other people are gone. Parents and children, they're gone. Their lives have ended. They will never walk this earth again. Um, and I'm certain that they've had great influences in people in their, in their lives, but uh, their days were numbered. So... But anyway, I wanted to recite, just on a side note, I wanted to recite the lyrics of this song. It's one of my favorite songs. It's actually a song that I work out to. The title of it is Help Me Now by, what's his name? Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale. Now, if you listen to the song and you read the lyrics, obviously, <laughs> it's, he's talking about somebody helping him um hit on like i don't how can i put it he's like yo i'm trying to hit on you i'm trying to give you a hint help me out that's basically what he's what he's saying but i was listening to the lyrics at the gym and i was like hmm this can be applied to a lot of us from a different perspective like psychologically if we were to address how we are doing in our in our mental wellness wasn't so good. I think these words would describe us perfectly. Um, so I'm just going to read you like the first verse. It says, I got an insecure question. Do you still love me? Like all the time that you spend on your phone, are you thinking of me? You know, I hate to ask, but I just can't help myself. I hate it even more than you do. Never know when I will be through. I got an insecure question. You sure you still love me? But even if you do, I won't believe you. I'll play all, I'll play out all these little games in my head. It might be the truth. I still won't, won't believe you. I'll play back every little thing that you said. Help me now. I'm getting caught up in 10 feet of water, staring at the bottom. Help me now. Sorry I brought up all the stuff I thought of. Please love me tomorrow. And then he starts out the second verse with, I'm insecure and defensive. I was like, wow. I'm insecure and defensive. If that doesn't describe most of us, I don't know what does. 
whenever you see somebody in an argument and you know everybody has a phone now so when you see these people having confrontations in random places whether it's outside of their home outside of a or inside of a gas station or in the midst of a crowd at a at a, at a sports event now this is pre-covid somewhere inside they're, they're saying I'm insecure and defensive insecure and defensive and I think that's that's a lot of our issues while we while we are so cruel to one another it's because we're insecure most of the time because of social media and the, and the accessibility of other people's lives we get caught up in what we see hence feeling that's exactly what we want and to be honest it's not what we want is to be happy if you want something that somebody has there's a chance that specific thing isn't meant for you but what is is happiness and joy that's what we are aspiring to reach and one to be honest one thing that I had to stop doing for a while was I had to get off social media um, because I saw somebody that I knew getting their home built they were getting their home built and it was it was crazy I was like what and I it just blew my mind so I said I have to get off here because I'm getting I'm becoming resentful towards other people's blessings so I was looking at my life and I just kept focusing on what I don't have opposed to focusing on that which I do now going back to what I was just saying a few minutes ago I was talking about how I'm very consistent and sometimes that gets me in trouble because I can get so caught up into a routine that the days turns to weeks turn to weeks months years decades like there's a lot of things that i've been doing for a very long time and there are a lot of habits i had to break especially <laughs> since i got married because it isn't just about me it's about us everything i do affects my wife as well whether she sees it or not it's going to come out and it's going to affect it's going to spill over we are yoking I think that's that's one thing I'm learning as a newlywed is that we're we're forever going to be yoking because we're human beings and we are evolving. We're changing separately while at the same time uh, conjoining. So this is a lifelong process. Victory. There isn't victory in perfection. There isn't victory in making everyone happy, but making everyone human. If you breathe, if you bleed. If you have aspirations to make the world better, safer, and more kind, then there's victory in change. There's victory in inclusivity, victory in recognizing biases tearing us apart. There is victory in being fond of policy and personality. There's victory in coming together with plans of making sure you are loved, heard, and acknowledged for your skill, talent, and gift. And now, back to the episode. If I was to take the things I do well and practice them within the realm that they would excel, I will be farther alone than I am now. And the only thing I can think about is 
placing lightning in a bottle. It's nice to look at. It's nice to see. But the lightning isn't going anywhere. It's not having any effect. It's generating light, of course. But just imagine if that lightning was able to stretch and connect. If it was able to transfer, how bigger of an impact that lightning would have. And I think of my consistency in the midst of my complacency is lightning in a bottle. And I think it's time that I release it. It's time that I change things so that I can have hope. I can hope and make plans to one day be in a position where my wife and I are building our home because we obviously want our home to be a specific way. She made a good point yesterday. She said most when houses are built, they're built with the assumption of giving people what they think people want. But when you build your house, when you are in charge, when you have say so in the blueprint, you can have the bathroom where you want it to be. You can have the guest room where you want it to be. You can have the man cave or she cave or even she shed. You can have any the 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 the, um, the, the in-law suite, you know, you can you can have it what, whichever way you want. When you have hope. Those are those those are those those are the baby steps that are you getting that you you take to get closer to that which you want. So I realized that, you know, again, I was going to touch base in politics, but I'm not really into politics. Doesn't mean that I ignore policy or what's going on in our government, because believe it or not, I'm I'm I'm, I'm affected regardless. You know, even my my wife is affected health care without health care, without good health care. My wife couldn't afford the insulin that she needs. My wife is a type one diabetic. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, type one diabetics are in the top, I think it's maybe 5% type one diabetics out of all the diabetics in the world, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Very, very low percent percentage of type one diabetics. And my wife have has yet to befriend a type one. So my wife is is the majority of the time alone in relation to this. But just just thinking about how much the government, how much it has a, it has a stake in our livelihood, you know, especially us who are who have genetic health conditions or even conditions that we acquire as we get older. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty important to, to be aware of that. But I realized that I wanted to focus on something that's much greater than that. Um, I'm going to read you something that I wrote right quick. It's actually a song. I'm not going to read the entire song, but I meant that because I, I, over the last few months, I've been trying to, f to, to pinpoint how I really feel about what's the nature of what's going on. And um, I'm gonna see if I can find it. I'm pretty certain I'll be able to find it. Okay, now I'm gonna read this, it says, 
Hope fiend with the big dreams, daydream like Lupe. Hide your fear like a bald head to a toupee or dirty covers to a duvet. Are you ready for the off season? Better train like you MJ. But you can't win it all by yourself putting God on the bench in the finals. Let him play. Let him slay. You wax what to do. Let him say. Put yourself out the picture. Let him stay. For your faults, he did pay. I started reading more material to feed my heart's interior. My feelings were superior, but now they are demoted and my spirit is promoted. All the mess we getting through is more than how we all voted. So more than how we voted. Because sometimes we're putting so much stake on one person, on one branch or the collective branch, branches of the government, opposed to asking ourselves, what are we doing to make our situations better? Now, are we trying our best? That's up to us, to be honest. From the outside, you can always and you will always disappoint people but if you were to grade yourself on your efforts what would you give yourself are you really trying to do what you can to make sure that you live well are you granting yourself opportunities to excel to do better learn more learn more you know to sharpen your gift to sharpen your craft to sharpen your skill are you doing those things because if you do, you're taking the talents that God gave you and you're investing in them and they are multiplying. So don't be the one that hides their talents. Don't be the one that, didn't, that does nothing with them. Be the person that invests in them. Be the person um, like um, Gary Owen. He's a comedian and he had the pleasure, him and his wife had the pleasure of sending a kid from his hometown uh, to a college uh, full scholarship. Him and his wife paid for that. And what he said is the, the way you can pay me back is make good on your name. Make your name mean something. And the kid is actually going into law. So his name may be on the front of a building or a company, his name will be there and it will solidify, uh, a solidify quality. It will, it will create a brand. And so when people hear his name, they know what to expect. They know what type of service to receive. So it's best that we do the very best we can from our own standpoint. And that's exactly what I want to do. I want to do not just for myself, but for my family. I love my wife and I love her so much. I prayed for her. I did. But one thing that I told her that I didn't realize was that with great prayer, just like with great power, but with great prayer comes responsibility. You can ask God to bless you with the car, but it's up to you to maintain the maintenance put gas in it and to use it for which it was intended. You can ask God to give you the job of your dreams, but it's up to you to work hard once you get it so that you can possibly climb the ladder so that you can keep the job so that you can reap the benefits. It's totally up to you. 
God would give it to you, but it's up to you to keep it no matter what it is. So when God blessed me with Adrian, I realized, I said, I have to do everything I can that I can do to make sure that I give my wife what's expected of me as a partner, as a friend, and as a husband. And there are some things that I can't do, only God can, but doing the best I can so that when God picks up the slack, it'd be worth all the more. So again, asking ourselves, what are we doing to fix the problem? What's even a much bigger question, much more in-depth question is, are we adding to the issue? Because if we're not adding to the solution, then we ourselves have become the problem. And I think that's a, that's that has been a revelation, hopefully, towards a lot of people. And you know, during this political climate, is asking is saying if noticing how things have changed and how they have transpired, transpired. <laughs> um, we say to ourselves, "Am I the problem?" Huh. There was a, a Dave Chappelle said on SNL. Um, he was talking about because Dave Chappelle has been doing like pop up um, comedy shows, stand up comedy shows. And he was talking about he was performing in the cornfield and they were getting some complaints about him being too loud in a cornfield, which was ridiculous. But anyway, um, Dave Chappelle said that was this man. He heard this man say, yeah, I was trying to put my child to bed and I just kept hearing this man yell and use the n-word excessively and dave chappelle said hmm was it me saying that or was it you and we're so quick to ask ourselves what to, to say that somebody else is the issue but maybe it's us maybe the the screaming and the yelling the yelling and the pervertive pervertive language is coming from our mouths. So, asking ourselves, are we part of the problem? No, asking ourselves, what can we do to add to the solution? And if we can't think of anything, maybe we are the problem. Maybe we are the issue. So, I just wanted to acknowledge that no matter how things turned out during this presidential race God is still in control I know it's hard to believe but he is God was still in control when Lucifer when Satan the the the, the angel of music tried to become second in command if not first literally bucked at like bucked up at, at, at God and said, yo, I, uh, I want to go higher. And God was like, um, you're already the highest you can be like you, any higher, you'll be up there with me and you can't do that. And he's like, well, I don't want this position anymore. If I can't be promoted, I don't want to work here. And God was like, okay, send him down and, um, send him down to earth. So, it just made me remember 
that he's still in control. And at that situation, it may seem as if he wasn't, but he was. He was still in control when Cain killed Abel. The first death ever committed. Um, obviously, it wasn't the first sin, but it was the first death, first murder. Um, he was still in control when the Israelites, but the children of Israel, basically, um, children of Israel were being oppressed. He was still in control. He was still in control when African-Americans were slaves. He was in control when they were brought over here. And I know, I know you're thinking, man, how? How can a God allow this to happen? The thing is, God loves us so much. He wants us to choose him. And the one thing that God cannot tamper with, not because he can't due to lack of ability, but because he has so much integrity and God never lies. And he's the most honest person you will ever meet most consistent, most reliable. God will never tamper with free will. Never. That goes against who he is. And God never goes back on his word or his promises. So that answers the question of what the real problem is. The real problem is man. The real problem is us. Going back to that question, what are we doing to fix the problem? How kind and generous are we being to those who are weak, less fortunate than us? Those who have lesser power. Those who feel as if they have no control of what's going on and are willing to give up. What are we doing to help them? What are we doing to help ourselves when we are depressed? When people are dependent on us, like our families and our friends, what are we doing to give signs and opportunities of hope? What are we doing? I'm going to say this before I get off. These episodes that I usually do by myself, I like to keep them at least by, you know, at a minimum 30 something minutes. But one thing that I believe in. I believe in giving respect to is the human race because we're all different. We all have different personalities, sexual orientations. We have different religions. We have different values and beliefs and ethics, degrees of ethics, code of ethics, have different levels of chivalry, integrity, and morality. But you breathe just like I do. You need sleep like I do. You eat like I do. You bleed like I do. There's no way I could put you below me. How can I not give you what God gives me? I, I just can't. I've come across people who have been jerks. I. I have been a jerk. On many occasions. With good intentions. And that doesn't matter. And I've said it. I've said it. Many times, intent, I mean, um, impact trumps intent. 
impact is 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 so much stronger than intent because say for instance you get upset at somebody and the first thing you do is you backhand them but your intent was to get them to calm down that's not what they received they received the back of your hand. So in their eyes, they were not worth talking to. They were not worth being patient for, being patient with. They weren't worth that to them. In their eyes, they were worth nothing more than a backhand slap. So we have to really pay attention to our, our impact, still pay attention to our intent, but before something comes out, before you act, before you release, really pay attention to your impact because that's very important. Continue to hope, continue to pray, not just for others, but for yourself because you're going to need the strength, the endurance to maintain who you are, to, to continue to, to produce good fruit to be the salt of the earth. We're supposed to preserve. We're supposed to keep things from spoiling. Not to add a bad to something that's already dying. We It's not our job. It's not our place to do that. We weren't created to do that. We were, we were created to be vessels and reflectors of light. So if God is shining light down and we're a mirror, we're supposed to deflect that light upon somebody else. It's supposed to ricochet off us. So um, I hope this episode has helped you in any way. Again, I'm, I'm very, I try to be as optimistic as much as, as, as much as I possibly can. Um, because we all need a sense of of hope we all need an idea that no matter how dark it is or how dark it gets light is coming a, a refreshing feeling is beyond the horizon we just have to keep moving forward we have to keep being hopeful so Hope you all have a wonderful day. Um, Joe Biden is our Joe Biden is our new president. Kamala Harris is our new vice president. Um, they have made plans to to lead us. Let's give them a chance and allow them to give us a chance, whether we voted for them or not. Let's give each other chances. Let's bear good fruit. Let's continue to be reflectors of light. I hope you all have a wonderful week, a wonderful day. Enjoy the time with yourself, with your friends, and with your family. I hope everything continues to work out for the best for you. And I have nothing, nothing but love and respect for you. So... This is the latest episode of The Glory in Our Stories, titled Hope.
Yo, thank you for listening. Tune in next time for the latest episode of the Glory in Our Stories. <laughs>